Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Uncredible Gamers Podcast, a show where three people play a game each month, then get together to talk about it so that you can relive some of your favorite gaming moments through us. This month, the Uncredible Gamers are discussing 1994's Donkey Kong Country. Let's go. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Okay, so Donkey Kong Country is a platformer released in 1994 by Rare. 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 What other game? Like I, that that symbol, their logo is like so iconic in my brain. Yeah. And maybe it's just because of. So Donkey Kong spawned two sequels on the Super Nintendo, Donkey yeah. Kong Country Two, Diddy's Conquest, which forever I thought was. Diddy Kong's Quest? Sure. But it's not. It's a play on the word conquest, right? Hmm. Ah. Diddy's Conquest? It's perfect. What do you think about it? Okay, okay. I like that. For those of you listening at home, both of their faces just like lit up. (laughs) Like like I could see the light bulb. (laughs) They're very witty. And then the sequel to that game is Donkey Kong Country 3 Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, which were both, I think, very popular games. I think this game was pretty popular too, but definitely was built on into its more popular sequels, which are fantastic games also in their own right. Gotcha. But Rare, yeah, Rare would later go on to develop GoldenEye, which is probably okay. why yep. Yep. the R is emblazoned in your head, Sean. Totally. Yeah. So Rare was established as one of Nintendo's like first Western developers, founded by two guys, Chris and Tim Stamper, I think, are brothers, who, yeah, they basically petitioned Nintendo and, like, showed them a, a sample of what they were working on. And it had to, do, I think it had to do with the, the type of graphics that are utilized in Donkey Kong Country, right? Which is kind of like a 3D rendering on top of a 2D space. Like, it looks a little bit 3D. Sure, yeah. The characters mm-hmm. have that kind of depth to them, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. which is, I think, kind of revolutionary at the time. And Nintendo liked it. Um, and then agreed to partner with them. And essentially, they bought 49% of Rare, so they avoided a controlling interest but became like a second-party relationship. And, yeah, and had exclusive rights to Rare for a long time. So, yeah, enough about Rare. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey Kong Country, as I mentioned, released in 1994 for the Super Nintendo. It had a few other re-releases later. So it was released on the Game Boy Color in 2000 and the Game Boy Advanced in 2003, which I think had slightly different variations on the game a little bit. I I don't know in particular what's different. Right. uh, Do you know if all of the versions had the two-player capability or did that come later? Right. That's a good... So the Super Nintendo definitely did. Okay. But that's probably that's one of the differences, I guess. I don't I doubt mm-hmm. the Game Boy versions were able to uh to have multiplayer because it was I just re- one device. Or like a longer pause <laughs> to like pass the uh Game Boy. Yeah, no, I think I think the partner. I think you're right, Ash. I think it was just on the Super Nintendo version. The Game Boy Advance version did indeed have multiplayer. Cause you and I played it as two player cooperative, right? Isn't there an option to do two player what's the other one? Competitive. Competitive. I've never. We've never contest played that way. Yeah, contest. We've never played that way though. No, we haven't. We haven't. I don't think we've ever explored the contest version. This I game is fucking hard enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how well it would go for me. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, I think we need all the help we can get. <laughs> and we're playing this game. 
So it was also later released on the Virtual Council, which is, I think, how all of us played it this most recent round. Yep. Ashley and I played it on the Wii U in, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, co-op mode. And Sean, you played it on the Wii? Yeah, yep. The original Wii Virtual Council. Now, this um, is an important thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The differences in the uh, the Wii U versus Wii Virtual Council really made this a completely different experience for Sean and uh, and then <laughs> Ashley and I. Sure, maybe I just got the you know as close to the Super Nintendo experience. Yeah, no, you straight up played the game as it was sort of originally intended. Where Ashley and I, I wouldn't say we cheated. Hmm. We did. We didn't. We weren't cheeky in like frowned upon maybe so with the wii u there's this like save state functionality where you can essentially just freeze the game at any point and then create a save file and then reload the game at that exact moment in time which is kind of familiar to most modern games but it wasn't a thing back (laughs) in the uh i guess it wasn't a thing in donkey Kong country specifically so in other words, it's, this is a design choice that the guys at Rare made. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ashley and I were able to save the game whenever we wanted, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even in the middle of a level, you, you, if you wanted to, we could you have. could like we, boot, it, boot out, yeah. We did not do that. <laughs> sure. But yeah. the original version of this game the original intent is that you only had certain points in the world that you could save right yeah and then you would have to be a certain number of levels in a row before you get to another save point and if you run out of lives then you have to go all the way back to the beginning of those four or five level yep oh i know i know it well (laughs) yeah i mean even even the wii virtual console i even i mean like i had a little bit more flexibility right where i could just get out of the game in the virtual console and stop at a level that was maybe difficult you know, like yeah. If you shut the thing off, levels. you didn't lose all your progress. Correct. And with the old Super Nintendo, it's like you take Keep that on, cartridge buddy. out. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You turn off the game. It resets. The, <laughs> you know, resets the cartridge, which is the yeah the original way would be like you would have to play until you reach can- the next Candy Kong, like the next save point. Right. And oh, uh, by the way, mom, don't touch my console. Like, keep right? it on. <laughs> yeah. Put right, caution yeah. tape up around the TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll, I'm sure we'll get into, we'll get into it a little bit about you playing it the original way. But we all, we all did beat the game. It's just yes. that Ashley and I beat it. There were multiple times that we reloaded the game from the beginning of a level because we ran out of lives and, you know. Sure. So sure. We, we did, we cheesed it in that way. And I think, all good. I think it made the game like, exponentially more enjoyable for us to not have to do the old school version of it and just enjoy the levels as they are Mm -hmm. did Mm -hmm. you guys play this game together growing up when it originally came out that's uh that's uh together yeah (laughs) that's an intro that's that's one way you could put it this game might be like the origin story of maybe how i became more of a video game viewer less of a player and then this is also the infamous, you know, famous, if not infamous, in my point of view, where I, I was, my breathing was too distracting. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> and you know what? This, this maybe was, this is maybe a healing moment because, my God, do I agree with the frust- <laughs> how frustrating see, this game see, can be. Really? This is, okay, so <laughs> welcome to my trap you've fallen precisely into. <laughs> now all of the PTSD I caused you... <laughs> um, you understand where I was coming from. <laughs> and now we can begin to repair yeah, well, that yeah. relationship. <laughs> or that, sure. str- that struggled <laughs> video game relationship. 
so I'm glad that you see it my way now and that um, I was right the well, whole time. Well, that's maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe that's it's a little strong. It, it was a, <laughs> it is a hard game. Like, I don't know, we'll get to it, but like, it's been like less than two hours since I've beaten this game and played it longer than, than it probably should have taken. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if I, I would say that I like this game. I think I respect it. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. I think as a whole it is enjoyable, but my God, is it frustrating. And I think it just, yeah, proves to me that I'm not a great platformer (laughs) video game player. I'm just not great at the 2D platform game. I'm a little too impatient, I think, or yeah. This game requires uh, an exceptional amount of patience. Yeah, patience mixed with like pure reactiveness too. Like there are times where you just, like if you don't have that, Pitch perfect reaction time. That's a that's a major, major piece of the game. I think. Yeah, you gotta yeah. trust your gut a lot with this one. That was my downfall. Oh my God, yeah. I would second yeah, guess yeah. all of my jumps. I would do like a double jump because I'm set. I second <laughs> guess it, and then I then I would be done. You every yep. time you yep. jumped short. I think I don't know that I ever saw you jump over something. <laughs> I think you always I always jump short. Landed on top short. of everything. And we would be like playing together. And by the way, when you. No, I'm going to sound like a jerk, but when you jump short, you kill both of us. Sure do. Sure do. (laughs) You're coming with me. But no. So what did you think of the game overall, Ash? We had played this before together. Yeah. So this is our second go go through. Yeah. I know growing up, I think my cousins had it. So I remember. Which, by the way, which is the story of your childhood? Yeah. My cousins had all the good games for sure. All of your prior video game experience. We had the original Nintendo growing up and then my cousins had the other consoles so I got to see a lot of games and got to try some games off and on but didn't get a ton of playtime, obviously because it was you know not our game so I didn't have it at my house so yeah yeah I saw this game growing up played it a little bit and then Brandon when you and I started dating early on in our relationship we played this game together on was it the same system we played on the Wii okay we played on the Wii yeah because we were, that's like we've been together for a while, and the Wii U. Yeah. I think I got the Wii U as a graduation present, which is like yeah. many years into our relationship. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we played that together. So it's, it had been a it's few like years. An ultimate relationship test. <laughs> it really is. Can, like, can uh, you get through this game <laughs> and still be together at the end of it? <laughs> yeah, we were, we were tight. We were tight. Every time I killed us early. Sorry. No, Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it had been a few years since. I've played the game again, but yeah, I think I had this game on one of my uh, favorites lists, which I think it still is. I, I like that it's a classic platformer game. Yeah, I still like it. I still like it. You sound less sure, I think, than you <laughs> I know. I think I, I think I liked it more when we played it initially, and then I liked it a little less this time, maybe because I tried to play more this time like the first time we mm. played like you took the lead and you did most of the stuff which is cool it was fine because i was still getting my feet wet with the game itself so i think this time around i tried to to do more and hold my own and beat some levels but most of the time it ended with you getting us through most of it because i kept killing us and then you <laughs> would happen to your character because you played as donkey don- kong uh, yeah, i was donkey so donkey kong would you know die close to the end so then i would bring us home and cross the finish line for us not you that did. i did really much throughout the rest of it i would try <laughs> you but. i think you're short you're selling yourself a little short i think you you got us farther than i think you're giving yourself credit for yeah. in a lot of levels 
I mean, I, you know, I I like this game a lot. Like this is this is probably a game I would play on my own. Yeah. Just yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah. fun, even if it wasn't for the podcast, right? So yeah, I like that reaction based gaming. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 And the patience too. I think it there's a calming nature to parts of this game for me. Yeah. That being said, it is. I think it's cheap in some spots. Like you know, they throw they throw enemies <laughs> on your blows. head. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Or yeah. things come out of nowhere and like, <laughs> I mean, the the one last uh, crap trap or whatever, like right at the yeah, right before the yeah. tunnel kind of stuff. Yeah. But I also think that's just older. That's like old school design. Is you know uh-huh. they don't want to make it fair for your first go through on the level. Like yeah, they yeah. want you to get to know the level. You got to work at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You have to get to know the level and in order to beat it flawlessly. And you see, mm-hmm. like, there's videos, we were just watching one before this to kind of refresh. There's guys that beat this game in, like, an hour and a half. I know. From, like, start to finish, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Which is pretty incredible. I think I do want to play it again another time, because I remember when we would go through the level, it's like, man, how do they get to that? Because there'd be, you know, those automatic barrels that yeah. are in, like, seemingly <laughs> far-off spots so you can't really get to. It's like, how do you get to that? There must, there has to be a way. How do you get to that? So I'd right. like to go through and watch some of those tutorials on how to get to some of those bonus things that we didn't get to this time. <laughs> Just I'm to... sure there are so many. Oh, yeah. I'm, we missed a lot. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know you did. I did. I did go back in just to see what percentage I was at when, like, completing the, the game. And I was only at like 52. <laughs> so just to show you how many secret rooms that I actually found. Yeah. Well, that's also something that is kind of a, a newer thing in games is to like tell you what you're missing. And, uh-huh. you know, even some of them, I think Mario did that later too, where it's like, okay, if I collected all the coins or collected all the stars in, in the later Mario, in the 3D Mario games, like mm-hmm. they would tell you which levels you did all that and which levels you didn't. I don't sure. think this game gives you, like, anything. No, yeah, but aside from, like, the percentage of completion at save points, that's, like, the only yeah, I think the indication only th- that you have, I think. And the only thing that you know for sure is whether you spell Kong. You obviously yeah. know if you got all of the letters for that, but other than that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it seems like kind of a nightmare for completionists, but that ain't me, so. Unless there's a platinum trophy involved, then I will be a completionist. Yeah, you will. Sure. If I like sure. the game enough. Sorry, there's yeah. something flying around our heads. In our basement. That's troubling. <laughs> okay, so Sean, real quick before we move on, do you feel like you have climbed the mountain? I I do. I think my my initial take is just at the freshness of it all. Like I you know, I, I do have good feelings about it. It's just that it's a difficult game. But yeah, but mm-hmm. that also makes me feel like more of an accomplished gamer. Hey man. <laughs> Got that under your belt. And you beat it you beat it straight up, so you know. I did, Props. I did. Props I did that. watch a few videos of like, okay, this is my too many to count time on this level. Well, listen, you're I not... I just need to know what's going to come next. But You know, you're not hanging out at recess anymore where you can talk <laughs> right, to your yeah. friends about, you know, how to beat that level that all the other kids in the 90s had, so. Yeah, exactly. You got to use exactly. the tools at your disposal. Right. All right. So let's get into the game proper. Yeah. Cool. All right, so the plot... So full disclosure here, I I farmed the Wikipedia and some of the walkthroughs to refresh my memory from playing the game. Yeah, but sure. um, I think the plot was mainly in a game manual. You know how they yeah, how the yeah. games came with manuals <laughs> and gave you the story that you needed for a lot of these platformers uh-huh. and games that didn't have cutscenes and intricate graphics and audio <laughs> to yeah. tell you what was happening. 
But the plot here is that DK leaves Diddy, who I don't know if Diddy's his nephew, his cousin. I'm, I don't know. I'll chime in with... Uh, I think it's his nephew, right? I think it's his nephew. But anyway. According to Wikipedia, Diddy Kong is referred to Donkey Kong's nephew in 1999 on Rare's website. But he's referred to as Donkey Kong's nephew wannabe in the Donkey Kong 64 game manual. So I guess you decide for yourself. Who he's training, by the way, to be the next hero. Okay. And that's kind of a theme throughout like the other sequels, right? Yeah. Like in Country 2, there's Dixie. Oh, love Dixie. Yeah. Well, this is the only time you play as Donkey Kong, I think, in the Super Nintendo series. Really? Yeah. It's Donkey and Diddy, and then it's Diddy and Dixie. Mm. And then in 3, it's Dixie and her, like, brother. Baby or something? Yeah, Baby. Baby Kong. Mm. So anyway, DK leaves Diddy in charge of of guarding the banana horde. Yeah? Okay. Then Kremlins show up. Kremlings, excuse me. Kremlings show up. Mm -hmm. Uh, They dispatch with Diddy. I think he tries to put up a fight. Doesn't go so well, obviously. Uh, then they steal all the bananas, and then they leave the bananas as a tr- as a trail of evidence, not on purpose, okay. but because they're cl- they're clutches, they're clumsy. Okay. Yeah. The lines of bananas that we're following through the levels is the trail that we're following, like much like Sherlock Holmes trying to track oh, wow. down his uh, murderer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing I want to know is what is King K. Rule going to do with all these bananas? Does he just is it some form of currency? Must be on this know. island or what type of animal is he? King K. Rule. I think he's like an alligator. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like the henchmen are kind of like yeah crocodile. Yeah. He's just trying to pick a fight. He's just trying case. to pick a fight. He's a, or he's just a he's a pi- he's a pirate, right? Right. Maybe this is a larger social commentary on you know <laughs> the one percent. These you know oh we found this export we're on this place I'm gonna go take it back to the Kremlings land and sell it yeah. make huge profits. He's just a pirate, know? is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, do appreciate a theme, and I think when I started this game, I missed okay. Why are our bananas gone? Who took them? I need that theme. I think you'd have to read the manual that is, I think, yeah. digitally loaded, but yeah. you have to like go sure, into sure. virtual console and find it, which we didn't do. So, right. So you just kind of you start. You wake up as DK and find all your bananas are missing, and then embark yeah. on the quest to get your bananas back. And also, I don't know if I I might have mentioned that the Kremlings put DK in a barrel. The Kremlings put Diddy in the barrel as they were taking over the banana horde to, like, dispatch of him. Yeah. That's why you always we're always finding him in a yeah. barrel in the, in the yeah, levels. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, theme. This is making so much more sense. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just saying all these bananas are going to go bad soon. Right? Sure. Don't get us started on the right time to eat a banana. There's a disagreement in our household. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Bananas still with a little green is the correct answer. Okay, now, real quick, before we get into the world-by-world breakdown, I want to hit you guys with a couple of facts about Donkey Kong Country. So this is the first Donkey Kong game not produced or directed by Shigeru Miyamoto because, you remember, Donkey Kong was the villain in the 1980s original Mario. Yeah. Like Dr. Mario or whatever. Well, no. no. Just just Mario, Mario Bros. Okay. The one where you're Mario. The game that we're talking about is actually, get this, Donkey Kong. And you technically play as Jumpman, not Mario. 
God, we're showing our age to all the listeners now. On the ladder. Like yes, the ladder. And then Donkey Kong is the guy at the top who's kidnapped right. the princess, mm-hmm. Pauline, maybe, and mm-hmm. is throwing the barrels at you. Yep. So, anyway, Donkey Kong created by Shigeru Miyamoto. This is the first yep. Donkey Kong-related game not really related with him. Although he, I think he gave some uh, advice throughout the process. Sure. Uh, Cranky Kong, who you yeah. meet throughout the game, is mm-hmm. the original Donkey Kong. What? Oh, wow. So he is the aged <laughs> villainous Donkey oh, Kong. Oh, okay. Yes. And he's always talking about in my day well, how do when you... I only had three pixels to my okay. character. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You, your new fancy graphics is what he keeps right. talking <laughs> Um, Donkey Kong Country spun off a TV series in the late 90s, early 2000s. Really? Whoa, yep. First okay. aired in France originally in 1996, came to the U.S. in 1998, uh, and aired until 2000. I remember this, I think. I do not. No, I do It was on like Fox Friends or something like that. I wonder if you can find it anywhere. Yeah. I vaguely remember this show, but huh. it did not leave a lasting impression on me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all right, final fact. Nintendo played Rare's first build of this game. Uh-huh. And their note was, I quote, that the difficulty should be reduced significantly. <laughs> wow. All right. That's mind-blowing. Yes. So <laughs> let's get into it. I'll, I'll start us off with the first world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Called, I believe, Congo Jungle. It's the world where we're leaving home, right? Donkey Kong is found. Hit, like, the very first level is, is literally you leaving the house, the treehouse. And you can, go, you can go left and go into the empty banana horde. And then you get like the, you've messed up a secret or whatever, where Donkey Kong's mad and, or mm-hmm. Davy Kong throws his hat down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the level is you finding the bananas and going through the level, you meet some of our first baddies for the first time, the Kremlings, the armies, the yada, yada, yada. Army is the armadillo. Yes, right? yes, correct. The roly poly guy. Yes. Did not yep. like him. No. Because <laughs> you were playing as Diddy. I was playing as Diddy. Diddy can't do as much. Diddy is weak compared to Donkey Kong. <laughs> but he's so much more agile. He is. He is faster, which for me might have been bad because I got to slow <laughs> things down a little bit. <laughs> Jumps too fast. Too fast. Yeah. <laughs> so really, I, you know, I don't want to get too in the weeds with the level by level details. So we're just yeah. going to kind of stay to the high level points of the world. But totally. um, but the first world, it's kind of easier, right? Yeah. You're mainly in the yep. treetops because you're in the jungle still. So there's a risk of you falling down quite a lot, falling off the trees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're introduced in the first level. We're introduced to Rambi. The yep. rhino. Right. Yep. I think I don't. I think it's pretty hard to beat Rambi. Sorry, we're being attacked by bugs still. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I had the windows open all day, and that's probably the cause. Just a little moth. A little moth. Okay. Good. That's yeah. Not a flying spider or something. Brandon doesn't like bugs. Horrible. Um, okay, sorry. Back to it. <laughs> a little bit later in the world, we're introduced to the first swimming level. So let's talk a little bit about the swimming levels. Yeah, they're not my favorite. I don't hate them. I, oh, yeah. They're, they're tricky. They're tricky levels, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, of, of all the levels, I think they're my least favorite because they take away all of your abilities. Like, you know. Yeah. True. Yep. It becomes a stealth mission. Yeah. Where the yeah. rest of the game is literally you jumping on bad guys, rolling through bad guys, avoiding the, z- the zingers because they're tough. <laughs> yeah. The bees, yeah. yeah. The bees. But, you know, you have agency and control and 
defeating the baddies. But when you're in the water, you're like helpless and you just can't be touched. That's true. Which is why I like On Guard so much, who you're also introduced in the first level because or in the first water world. Because he gives you back some of that power to like just yeah, blow yeah. through the bad guys, mm-hmm. even though it's not super clear. What a name! On guard, yeah, yeah. It's not super clear who you're able to like yeah. kill as on guard, which I don't enjoy so much. He's very precise. Yeah. You have to really get his bull nose very particular into those bad guys. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or else you'll lose him. Yes. Um. Sorry, I'm gonna jump back a little bit to Rambi, who. Uh, did you get? What did you think of Rambi? Great. Yeah. No, problem, no problems with Rambi. He didn't make my top, but. Uh, Rambi didn't make your top. Mm. This is very exciting. No. The plot what? thickens. I'll, Can't wait to I've hear. I've got explanations okay, that we'll right. get to. Okay. Well, let's, let's get to it. <laughs> but. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on the first world, but um, the final thing I would like to mention before getting to the boss is that we're also introduced to Barrel Cannon Canyon, yeah. which is like our first barrel level, uh, okay. which if you don't yeah. like barrel levels, then this is the beginning of your downfall. <laughs> yeah. If you do like the barrel levels, then, hey, this is probably the, the mo- one of the more fun ones because it's, you know, not yeah. that difficult. Mm-hmm. And right, right. This is the type of level that really tests your patience. Yeah. No yeah. more so than the barrels. And you guys probably sure. don't really... You probably can't relate to this, but any of my girls that grew up in the 90s, or boys, I guess, um, if you ever played, like, double dutch or jump rope, where you had to, like, wait for your moment to jump in, and you're just kind of pacing back and forth, waiting to jump into the the jump rope, I feel like that's how the barrels are. You're just waiting (laughs) and waiting to press that button to pop out of it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And mind you, Mm -hmm. I could never get into the double dutch ropes. (laughs) Never. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the barrel levels were my. You like those? Uh, yeah, I got. I I helped us get, the, <laughs> get to did, the barrel levels for sure. You would say now, now. I would be talking to you for sure, and I don't think that was helpful at all. I was like, I can't go now. <laughs> yeah. Not ready. Yeah. Okay, so we make our way through the first world. We're introduced to Candy here, I think. She helps us save along the way. I think you get introduced to all those characters. Funky, yeah. Cranky, they all have spots here. Yep. Again, we didn't use Funky because we had the save. That That's where Funky Kong comes into play, is so you can go back and farm lives, right? Yeah, yeah, for ah, sure. Okay. And especially this first that first time. I don't even know if you can you can get in the play, or I don't know. You, you'll do your, do your little bloop, bloop, bloop. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll <correct> that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You can indeed hop in Funky's plane in the first world. Yes, so we make our way through the first world, and we're mm-hmm. then we get to the boss, our first boss of a series of really bad bosses. I think yeah. bosses are yeah a weak point of the game. They are they are a huge for weak you. point yeah. for me because you know again I I enjoy a, a nice boss fight. I don't know the game yeah. Cuphead came out a couple years ago, oh, yeah, and I like okay. lost hours spending time just beating all the bosses in that yeah. game. I did not you by should the way play that again. <laughs> I gave up. Maybe we'll get back to it for the show. But but yeah, so the best thing about the bosses are their names. Yeah. 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 For sure. And this one's very the very naughty's lair. And uh-huh. he's just a big naughty who's a... G-N-A-W. Or yeah, G-N. Naw. Because they're like hamsters, right? They are beavers, I think. I think they might be a hamster. A hamster? No. I mean, They gnaw wood. They have huge teeth. Can hamsters do that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a big one like him could. Maybe a big hamster. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I think he's a beaver. All right, that's fair. I think he's a beaver. Um, it's a hybrid. He's, he's a beaver hamster hybrid. <laughs> mm. 
named Naughty. Um, and yeah, he just is jumping around and he got a bop, bop on his head. And here's yep. here's where, okay, I don't, story-wise, explain to me. Are the Kremlings paying these bosses off they with must, the bananas? Right? I'm sure, yeah. Are these Are these bosses like, the mafioso you got to pay me pay the toll to get through here here's all your here's your banana toll as i move on my way to my gigantic king k rule ship they're like the crooked cops of long island (laughs) okay they're like you're getting paid off yeah we'll let you we'll let you through with all these bananas but we're taking a cut because they're all like their layers are filled with bananas (laughs) they are they are i don't know i don't know what's going on with these guys but (laughs) they're greedy bastards so (laughs) And you yep. beat Naughty, and then you get into the second world. Straight up, just like that. All right, so the second world, we're going to kick it to Sean. Tell us a little bit about that world. Yeah, Monkey Mines. So, yeah, more introductions into level types and and mechanics that the rest of the um, rest of the worlds have a lot. Yeah, I want to jump in real quick, though, and... and mentioned that one thing that this game does that's really interesting is it will introduce a world uh, sorry it will introduce a level that has mechanics that never come back yeah and like you'll get into some of it where the level becomes like a introduction mechanic to something that comes back later a lot of times they like never do and we'll get into that but i think that's bold for a game to just be like we're gonna spend all this time working on this level and then that's it this will never come back yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hang out on too many individual levels. I do want to give a shout out to my top level that we'll get to, which is the first level of World 2, Winky's Walkway. And that is because that was my lifeline uh, <laughs> for this game. It's the level where... That was your life farm? Is, yes. Yes. My life farm. You Yeah. So you get introduced to, to Winky the frog oh, in this yeah. one. Lots of bananas. There's a very accessible secret room where there's like 80 bananas that you can get with Winky plus the N to spell out Kong. And then they have one of the ostrich medallions. So you play that level three times, you can get the ostrich <laughs> extra life place, you know, and, and gather gather a lot of lives. And it's a very quick level. So anyway, wanted to shout out that. So yeah, so Winky the Frog... And then also in, in Monkey Mines, we get introduced to the the mines and the cart yes. mechanics, which that's like the level type that I have in my head of the reason why my head was under the couch cushions. It was this level. <laughs> yeah. And this is a hard, that's a hard level that um, it's called the Minecart Carnage. And boy, is there carnage in that one. You know, what's funny is I, so I overcame that hardship as a child <laughs> of losing it was like, a dark time for you that was like you threw <laughs> controllers at at screens I, and other people you know i <laughs> here's the deal well that and people. and uh, super nintendo uh, mario kart actually got me in trouble ah, too okay those two games ga- garnered me a reputation in the, in the neighborhood <laughs> as a kid with a temper which <laughs> might have been true i did bite the controller out of frustration like there were teeth marks. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you got all this energy that you're putting into this game. And when totally. like you just, it just gets pent up. And then what do you do? You make your little brother put his head under the pillow. <laughs> and, uh, and was I a terror? Probably. But Which I've grown out of it. very different from the grown up Brandon. Nobody would ever have thought, oh yeah, he had a temper when he was young. I'm sure of it. 
I got it all out as a kid. <laughs> like I, no, I yeah. got none left. Like playing this it's game now, I'm just like smooth, relaxed. Like I think yeah, I don't. I don't were, think it took us. I don't think it took us more than a couple times to get through it. Through that level. Through that level, in particular. Sure. I think I beat that, that level very quickly. So hard. Because I yeah. think it's like riding a bike, and I internalized the entire level. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. The the mine cart comes up maybe once or twice more, mm-hmm. and I, but I will argue that this one that particular level is the hardest of the minecart. You think I so? Think. I think. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I feel like the the minecart ones, you know, if you ever gone bowling and you kind of lean a little bit in hopes that it's going to make your ball turn. I feel like I did that with the minecart game. You would just like Ugh! you'd Ugh! You, you play with your body. You play You're with like... your body and just hunch forward just a little bit more. To really oh, yeah. get over that, that and like uh, physically emptiness. raise the your controller, yeah. When you know to make help you jump, make oh, sure yeah. you jump at the right time. I remember Dad like playing this game. Yeah. Just that you saying that like sparked this memory into my in my brain. Where like yes, I vividly <laughs> now all of a sudden uh-huh. remember uh-huh. my father playing this game and like. When it came time to jump, the controller would rise, yeah. but yeah. the character wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I, yep. I think every little bit helps, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're kind of just going through some mine, mines and caves, I guess, in, in the storyline. And then, yeah, there's a level where you do a lot of, I, don't, I think it might be the first time with, like, with the tire, maybe not. There's a level with, like, lots of tire jumping. Ugh. Um, Those are my um, downfall. Because yeah. I could never jump straight. And land on it straight. <laughs> I would always catch the curve, and then down I would go. Ugh. Yeah. And then the last level before the boss, Millstone Mayhem. Kind of one of those levels, it's like, it's in the temple. Mm-hmm. So I guess right. we're like moving moving along. This is like the end of the mine, so we're now into the temple kind of thing. But a lot of that level, it pops up one more time, I think, in the next world. But like, not really used after that, that whole scenery and and all that sort of stuff yes yes and then so yeah end of world two monkey mines the boss you face is necky necky jr maybe master necky and uh the level specifically is necky's nuts (laughs) and um and uh yeah you gotta dodge some throwing nuts or coconuts or something that that necky's throwing at you and bonk them on the head a couple times yeah of all the bad bosses i think this is my favorite type because you got the, yeah. you got the tire right yep where yep. you're kind of i don't know it kind of felt fluid and smooth to beat necky i guess you're really good yeah. at picking out the patterns i think that's the key with all of these bosses in this game is figuring oh, out sure. the pattern of when mm-hmm. you're supposed to jump or how many times you need to hit same thing with like the barrels you're really good at figuring out the patterns of the game so I think that's that's probably why you're good at those. Well, thanks. That's very nice. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, yeah, world. So, take it away for world three. So world three is titled Vine Valley. Mm-hmm. And Ash, why don't you? Uh... Yeah, Vine Valley. So we've come out of wherever we were at in world two, and now we are in what looks to be like a lakeside retreat at sunset. Is the opening scene of World Three Vine Valley? Yeah, it's... the background is really pretty. Right. It's got. Yeah, evergreen trees and it looks like you're on this lake and there's a dock and it's really pretty this is where all the people in donkey kong country they the vacation here I think. exactly yeah. exactly That's, <laughs> you i couldn't have said it better so we start off kind of in the forest essentially so 
we get introduced to a lot of vultures in this level because we're in the forest, so you see a lot of that. Then we get more into the treetops. So the second level in this world is called Treetop Town. And I know we, Brendan and I, we specifically struggled in this one. This is when the baddies, they kept falling from seemingly nowhere on top of you. So it looked like you were kind of high up in the air, kind of worth all these different tree houses, essentially. Um, which was cool. I, I liked like the background of it. You could see all these tree houses in the distance and that, you know, the setup was really cool, but mm-hmm. they will just come out of nowhere and just land right on top of you. <laughs> Man. I think the scenery in this level is among my favorites. Yeah. And I think sure. it's primarily because it reminds me of Return of the Jedi. Hmm. How so? Oh, yeah. Like um, yeah. the Ewoks yeah. little. Oh, is that the one in the forest? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you always fall asleep the during. Forced moon of Endor. So for those listening, we're going to do some Star Wars games eventually, and I'm very excited about that. But one time, Ashley, <laughs> I said something about Yoda, and she goes, is that the little green one? <laughs> <laughs> is that the little uh, wizard story. boy? Yeah, just like Ron Swanson. <laughs> is that the one with the little wizard boy? But And you all probably also liked this one because there's a lot of those barrels. There were barrels. You yeah. like the barrels. Yeah, lots of barrels. There were a f- quite a few jumps in this where I'm like, can I make it? Like, yeah. I think jumps between the tree houses themselves, you know? Yeah, which maybe Donkey couldn't make those jumps, but did he probably could. Did you guys, while we're talking about longer jumps, did you experiment with the barrel roll jump? No, because that's too risky. Never intentionally. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I maybe would do it out of, you know, like quick uh, panic. Oh, that worked out. But um, <laughs> most of my gameplay was was just holding down. I think Y on my classic controller to run um, really fast. Yeah, to like yeah. with speed and then just you know fluctuate on the D pad accordingly to manage my my speed, which you know didn't always work out for me. But <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I see. So you I played? Mean, yeah, I wasn't. I never played as Donkey Kong, but when I played as Diddy Kong. I was not a big cartwheel person because I couldn't I couldn't get my timing quite right. Well, it go, it gets into the timidity a little bit of your playstyle, like to that is my playstyle, yes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, I'm a slow and steady kind of gal. Well, to cartwheel your way through, I mean that's a very aggressive type of move. It right? is because if you go too far, then down you go. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we are going through treetops, then we get into more of the forest. Um, so Forest Frenzy is another level here. Here you're mostly on the ropes. So I think this is one of the first times where we have a lot of ropes to deal with. There yeah. was one point in this one that you had this really, really long stretch where you had to keep moving up and down on the ropes to avoid the bees. I think I did okay on yeah, that you did one. Good. You did good on that I think that I did one. decent on that, but I could see where that could be pretty difficult as well. So we there's another temple level in this one. Except this time, this is when that, it's called the millstone naughty, or hamster wheel, essentially, is what we have. Um, I think he moves after you in this one. So in the earlier level that Sean had, I think it stayed stationary and just went up and down. Right. But in this one, it actually comes after you. So that was a little bit different part of the gameplay, Mm -hmm. where you had to just book it, and you had to go fast. Those things were tough. They were like... They were, yeah. they were huge. They were huge. Yep. And so yep. I, I always was tempted to just try to jump over them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you can't. Oh, yep. Mostly you can't. Yep. So we're still going through treetops. We get into another level there where 
You get that Minky Kong who's throwing all those barrels at you super fast. And then yeah, can we, we talk? What What do you think? Like, what What's Minky Kong's backstory? <laughs> Deranged cousin, I think. Maybe it's Diddy's dad. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Donkey must have a brother. Well, he's an orangutan, I guess. So. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm well, just Diddy, like, okay, okay. Donkey Kong's a gorilla, and Diddy's a chimpanzee. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just interested. Like, wow. What what happened to you, buddy? That you're working <laughs> for the enemy, like man. Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe his moral standards are not high, and he got paid off. <laughs> We've seen all the bananas going around. He yeah. should have held out yeah. and became a boss. You, you know, what? he probably is. He's probably the barrel supplier because he's got all those barrels. That's and what it is. He's like these Kremlings are keeping me in business. No fucking one percent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, we shouldn't. We should be go easy on. Uh, you know the small business owners <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of Donkey Kong Island, whatever whatever the islands call them. Sure, there's a name. Yep. So we got that bad boy, and then we end in Clam City, which is an underwater level. I think that's leading into the next world, which is the glacier level. But I will say, I believe these last three levels that uh, can vary in their order depending on the system that you played on. So you might have ended at a different one. Oh, really? So, yeah. So for us, we ended on Clam City Underwater, which I appreciate uh, thematically because the next world is the ice glacier. So that makes sense to me. <laughs> but, you know, because how we, we went from, from underwater we, to a However, glacier. we went from treetops down into water, how that happened, whatever. Yeah, we're transitioning. To you know, maybe they just jumped into the colder, water. I can, I can get on board with that. Um, so that that was uh, World 3, mostly taking place in the forest and had some ropes and lots of barrels. And then we get into uh, the boss at the end of this was that big bee, that really big uh, um, zinger, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep. he had some type yep. of pattern that you had to See, that's get him a few times. and That's what I'm talking about. Just, yeah, the, the big bee was the boss. Like, it's like that's what the bosses feel like in this game. Yeah. <laughs> eh, forgettable. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that was World 3 in the forest. Thank you, Ashley. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon cutting in to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by, well, us, the Uncredible Gamers. At the moment, the Uncredible Gamers is something the three of us are just doing for a bit of fun, but we hope to grow that into something a bit, well, bigger. And right now, the best way for you to help us do that is by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and by following us on Twitter at UncredibleGamer, no S. Thanks again for listening, and now, back to the show. All right, Sean, we're going to give you the fateful... I did this on purpose when I was like, you know... I appreciate it. When I was I uh, divvying out the who's going to talk about what worlds, I made sure to offer Gorilla Glacier to you. Yeah, because I spent like, uh, I don't know... Two or three weeks <laughs> stuck on one particular level. I figure you might um, have a more intimate knowledge of <laughs> this. Than I us. have played these levels, um, yes, many times over. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, Gorilla Glacier. We start with my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, the level called Snow Barrel Blast, and so yeah, so the big thing about this world is that they introduced. Which makes sense in the in the world that you you are that like a snowy glacier, um, icy glacier. So they add in this the slip component, 
which adds just, you know, a little bit more trick to it. To... I, in general, whenever they add like an ice, like a frictionless mechanic yeah. to a game, yeah. I, d- I don't like it. It just feels <laughs> slippery, right? It doesn't, feel, <laughs> it doesn't feel good to not be in control of your movement, I think. Yeah, totally. Especially in a totally. platformer, right? Where the game is movement. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Anyway, so this, that first level, boy, I played that so many times. I can see it when I'm closing my eyes to go to sleep. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, I think the, this game is interesting in that when I was struggling to get through a particular level, those levels seemed like the longest freaking levels. And then you beat it. You finally overcome it. In my case, you maybe have to beat that a couple more times based on the amount of lives that you have left before you get to the next save point or or Funky Kong to build up some more lives. Then you get through it and you're like, oh, that wasn't so hard. Why did it take me 15 tries <laughs> to get through that for the first time? In particular with that level, there are two things. One that I like a lot, which is the overlays. Like I think they call it like the parallax scrolling or whatever with the uh, the, the snow. And, and then... how active into a blizzard yep yeah yep. how it keeps increasing oh yeah level. that I was the that's one really where cool. okay that one got it got hard to see it, it, did. it definitely it, got pretty dense in that uh, snow yeah it added a challenge for sure that's like the what the only time really where i was like eh, maybe this game doesn't look so great on a i was playing on like a 40 inch tv but like <laughs> where i was like oh maybe these 1994 graphics don't look so great. I mean, that was just because it was doing what it was supposed to do which the, with the blizzard, which made it difficult to see. But. Yeah, right. It was a good place to talk about the, the aesthetic of the game, which I mm-hmm, think is just mm-hmm. really pretty. And it, I think it still looks pretty even, you know, in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's playable for sure. And, totally. You totally. know, it's a little... The resolution's not that great, but the I think the animations are all fun still. Like in particular, yep. the I think it's the Crusha, which I don't know if we've I think we've been introduced to the Crusha, which is like mm-hmm. the big, the really big yeah. one, the big one that's Diddy, terror. Yeah, 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 that yeah, Diddy Kong just like can't do anything yeah. with. I think there's laughs yeah. at and you, and he just like sits there and laughs and like puts his arms on his <laughs> hips. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's all it's just very fun. And then. Like you said, the weather effects, the rain that we've seen in the previous levels, the snow here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's a really pretty game. Totally. But yeah, so you're making your way through Gorilla Glacier. You go... Um... Oh, can I interrupt you again? Yeah. Sorry, the second thing I was going to say about that level is there is one particular bee in that level. Where you level basically have to guess. Where you're basically yeah. guessing it's moving so fast. Because yeah. you're in a barrel, yep. right? You're in a it's barrel. The very last, and your very barrel's last rotating. Barrel. Right, yeah. the very last barrel. Yep, and that B got me, like. Oh yeah. I mean, by far, that's the level that we spent the most time on yeah. o- ourselves yeah. too. Like, yeah, we spent a lot of time in that one for sure. And it was just that one B that would get us every time. And like I said, you're I'm, good at patterns. It was so fast you couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. That brings up a, a thought. You know how, like, on golf courses, you know, you have like yeah. this is Your the handicap. hardest hole. Yeah, like um, the, the whole handicap for the yeah. handicap. Like, I wonder if somebody's like. Here's the level of difficulties of Donkey Kong Country. So, you know, like, what is the hardest level? So the walkthrough that I looked up in reviewing for this episode was written, it's on IGN, and I, I forget the, uh-huh. the person who wrote it. The walkthrough was written by Brian Sulfur in 2002. So cheers for that. They did a difficulty rating for each level. Hmm. Okay. And they only rated that one, like, 
a 6.5 if you were to play it straight Damn up. It. Apparently, there's a few <laughs> cheats in that level that brings the difficulty down to a 3.5 that I guess just like throws you past a lot of the uh, oh, difficult yeah. stuff. Sure. Jumps you ahead. Yeah. But like a secret barrel that just shoots you. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know that I agree in particular. And maybe this is just a thing that like that person had like a better eye for the barrels sure sure because he yeah. he rated the last the very last level as the hardest which we'll get into but that was the only 10 out of 10 difficulty i think that i saw hmm. so but yeah 6.5 out of 10 all right made well, us cry almost uh, yeah <laughs> i would my scoring would be a little bit different <laughs> <laughs> just to touch on another mechanic that i think is like a one and done when you're in the next level called slip slide ride and you're in like the ice cave and you've got the ropes that move like it, it's like a conveyor belt ropes kind of thing like diff- they move you in different directions you like force you down you can kind of fight it a little bit um and then you have to jump through them without hitting the zingers the bees which is yeah tricky yeah i like this one i think it was really pretty i'm all mm-hmm. about the uh, aesthetics I think this is one of the only levels that looks like this. Sometimes we'll see some duplicate kind of backgrounds, but I think this one was novel, and I don't think there was another one that kind of had the same background. It was really bright blue, and there was some yeah. purple in there with the, the ice in the background. And, yeah, I, I thought mm-hmm. this one was was really pretty to look at. And also the yeah. the music that goes along with it was, like, perfect. You could close your eyes and picture the space you're in without ever seeing the screen. <laughs> I think, yeah. which is just fantastic. Yeah, I totally. think, yeah, we have to, we can't go in any farther, I don't think, without touching on the music of the game. I think yeah. uh, the soundtracks mm. for each level were really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The whole sound design of this game is, I think, a 10 out of 10. I, I have a, um, I have a video game song playlist that I listen to when I'm trying to be productive sometimes. And mm-hmm. every time that the Donkey Kong Country theme song comes on, it doesn't do its job because I get distracted mm-hmm. by how much I like this song. And, you know, the music's just fantastic. Like you said, Ash, it just fits so well mm-hmm. with every level that it's in. And yeah, uh, it might be my favorite aspect of the game, personally. Yeah, yeah. I um, Not that I have a contrarian argument, because I do. I, I enjoy the music, and I think it is integral that adds to the gameplay. But it is so, like... Uh, infectious those are earworms and i think this goes to the fact that i uh, was so bad at the game that i had to repeat levels so often that (laughs) my wife sitting next to me watching a lot of my gameplay would maybe get a little annoyed by how many times she would have to hear the (laughs) the the, uh, soundtrack so i did play lots of levels on mute actually with like different (laughs) Yeah, different music in the background. I get so it. I get maybe it. that's sacrilegious. That well, might be sacrilegious to the gameplay of. I totally of, get when there's but. a second person involved in the room that's not like actively enjoying actively the involved. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a different thing for sure. Yeah, but uh, but I, I agree with both of uh, what you said about about the music. Anyway, so carrying on in Gorilla Glacier, yeah. So there's there's an underwater level in this world too with those. They call them like croc, croctopus, but those things, they're like the pinwheels. They would mm. oh, I hate them. zip after you. Again, not a great level if you are hesitant in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you do. You have to be so confident in the water yeah, levels. totally, totally. I always thought I was smaller than I was, and I would try to like hug the, the <laughs> algae or whatever it was, and then it would hit me, and Brandon would say, didn't you know he was going to hit you? 
And I was like, I thought I could shrink enough. I thought I could get down into the, the weeds enough. The crevice. I don't think I yeah. ever said it that. No, it was always like, didn't you see him coming? And I was like, yes, I did see him coming, but I thought I could shrink. <laughs> yep. And then a highlight of maybe the most questionable one and done is in Gorilla Glacier which is our animal friend Squawks the Parrot, who is mm. only in this one level, Torchlight Trouble, because he carries around a lantern for you when you're in the cave. Yeah, and it works okay, but sure, the light switches think... so fast that it's sometimes a little bit disorienting, I think. Yeah, it was interesting to me because that was like the only, really the only piece of gameplay that like orientation mm-hmm. right. mattered. Yes. You know, like if you were facing the opposite way, you could still jump uh, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out Squawks. Squawks makes a return in Donkey Kong Country 2 in a major way. Uh, I was going to say, doesn't he play a bigger good, part in the next one? Yeah, he's, so. he's cool in the next ones, for sure. He coughs, and then he shoots pellets oh, at yeah. people. yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last shout out, speaking back to what, Brandon, you talked about in, in World 3, maybe the most Endor-type level, Rope Bridge Rumble, was just like the, yeah, the Rope Bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, in the treetops, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is the Ewoks. Yeah, these these are the Ewoks' homes we're we're jumping through." Yeah, and then the boss you face at the end, really naughty. So it's very very naughty's brother or cousin or something. Yeah, um, brother cousin. It just probably. yeah yeah more 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 dodging, dodging his jumps, bopping him on the head. <laughs> Same story, right? Yeah, and one last thing to note about Gorilla Glacier was like. We had like two levels, two or three levels that were ice related, and then we got very quickly got away from the glacier. <laughs> I don't know. They just like they really liked the alliteration of Gorilla Glacier. Oh yeah, I think. But like, I don't think the levels really. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I said this already. <laughs> reflect that. I lied about the music being my favorite part of the game. The names. It's got to be the names. Yeah. Oh sure. Knocked yeah. it out of the park. Except for old Froggy, he could have had a better, a more clever yeah, name. That's true. Winky. <laughs> it was a, well, I don't know where that comes from. Missed opportunity. Okay, so finishing Gorilla Glacier leads you into Creme Croc Industries, World mm. 5, towards the end of the game here. Yeah, um, so apparently these people have been here so long that they've set up shop. Yes, we um. have. <laughs> yes, we have gone through the Industrial Revolution, <laughs> yeah. actually, only in this part, but um, they've conserved the forest and the jungle pretty well so you know they're doing their part they've confined the industrial part to this one world for now for now and the next one i guess yeah (laughs) mainly you know there's a couple interesting things about this world but the aesthetic is interesting that it's all it's completely different than the nature aesthetic from the past and now we're in like these you know hard walled facility facilities that are like super dangerous right like i would (laughs) not want to work at one of these factories where, like, one wrong move, and you're... <laughs> As there are some factories where the lights are turning off on you all the time, uh-huh. like, yeah. periodically, you know? Yeah, where you can very easily fall into a catacomb. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Aren't there a lot of chains hanging in the foreground and in the, the background, too? Yeah, you don't want to know what those are for. No, no. And it sounds to me like the Donkey Kongs need some OSHA action. <laughs> yeah, nowhere to be found. So... Anyway, but yeah, the other thing to note is there's lots of TNT in this <laughs> in this section, which yeah. makes sense. But all booby trapped. Yeah. And the best thing about TNT is you can use it to blow people up without getting yourself blown up, which yeah. is a Diddy Kong special, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fire resistant. 
Yeah. Diddy Kong. And I would also say that DK has an advantage in this in this world in general because of all the clumps that not the clumps, the uh uh crushers that mm. are around. Yeah. Where Diddy Kong is just kind of useless and needs a barrel or needs an external yep. sort of uh weapon. Yeah, jump mm-hmm. over. Where DK him. can just jump on him. So right. a couple of levels to point out. One, I'm gonna go right to Poison Pond. Mm. Fuck Poison Pond so hard it killed me and like that was maybe the second most like you got frustrated with this one i got really frustrated with this one and again it's because they take away all of your tools and you just are avoiding things because this one was kind of like a maze right there wasn't really a clear path on which way you're supposed to go like with the typical platformer you go to the right yeah but this one it it wasn't really set up that way up or down or left and right and mm-hmm. all these you know yeah it, it got complicated and there were some really cheap moments maybe some of yeah. the cheapest moments <laughs> are in the water when like yeah you can't yeah. move that fast but there are these like yeah. little mini sharks that just come flying at you yeah and the very end is, is like a race of piranhas right whatever yeah. those uh, yeah. bites i forget bite the name. size bite size or something and it's just like a it's like raining these things <laughs> i mean it's like a freaking parade yeah. and you're, you're going upstream <laughs> And I hated it, and when we finished, I think we got drunk. <laughs> well, that was me. That was my. That was my problem. I I was drinking while playing. That maybe covered my gameplay. <laughs> yes, we get another minecart level, which this is probably my favorite minecart level. You know, you've got the. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You've got Kremlings in the carts that are kind mm-hmm. of against you. That are yeah. yeah you have yeah. to jump on, which I think is. Uh, yeah, and you can switch. You can switch carts. Or like that's the only way you're moving forward. Yeah, right. You're jumping into new carts. Some of these jumps are like, you're like 90 degrees. Steep. <laughs> both on both sides. And somehow mm-hmm. you're climbing up. I don't know. It's a, yeah. It's intense, but I, I liked it. I have a note mm-hmm. that says mm-hmm. physics be damned. <laughs> um, and then the other, maybe the final interesting level of note is the blackout basement, which I alluded to earlier, which is the one where you're, Oof, where yeah. the lights are flipping on and off. Which again yeah. is a mechanic that is not utilized except for this one, I think level ish, yeah, and, ish, yeah, and it's tough. I mean, like it, it gets completely blacked out, like yeah, that like the the severity yeah. of the blackout is definitely one off, but yeah, yeah, this requires is, this is the other than the barrel levels requires the most patience, I think for sure. Like I cannot see it really without sheer luck getting through like the very first time you've ever played that level or or you know in a, in a long time it's kind of like a level like, where like you're like the karate kid you know and you're you're putting the blindfold on <laughs> right to yeah. like do your moves yeah like, you, you yeah. got to know where the things are going to be even though you're blindfolded essentially totally totally daniel son i became daniel son <laughs> while we were playing this level <laughs> and then the, that all leads into the boss battle which i hesitate to even mention because <laughs> it was my my least favorite boss dum drum it's in the name yeah personified it's just well first of okay yeah. so i hate the snakes slippy yeah. slippa 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 the snakes i hate them yeah. i don't know they're hard yeah. for me to mm-hmm. to beat who likes snakes you gotta roll into them i guess and uh i don't know just it's a barrel you're playing a freaking barrel who's paying off the barrel with bananas <laughs> why does the barrel even want bananas <laughs> i don't know but since when does the barrel have thoughts? It was just easy. It was too easy. I thought too. So yeah, yeah. All right. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then let's get rounding off here. The final world. Kicking it back to Ashley to talk about Chimp 
caverns. Yeah, so this one essentially you start off in the caves. So you've gotten out of this industrial neighborhood and now you're into the caves making your way towards the big boss. Um, so this level has, or this world, I should say, has a few components that show up for the first time here, which is interesting. So um, there's a level, one of the first ones in this level is the one with the fuel barrels or the fuel, you know, whatever. Yeah, you yep. had to keep hitting that fuel barrel to fuel up the platform that you're on. So you're on these yep. floating platforms that are, you know, following this conveyor belt track and you had to keep fueling up essentially as you're going. I know we played this one a few times. Yeah. Because you really totally. had to get your timing right to fuel up to get to the next spot. Or you could sometimes miss getting fuel so that you could go get something else. I don't know, whatever it was. So this was a new component for us that was incorporated into this world. And like you had to have like a lot of trust. I pl- I played this one quite a, quite a lot too, so <laughs> It's very vivid, um, but there's like the part in the second half of the level. Once you, now you're needing to jump on tires to get up to the fuel while dodging bees, while dodging zingers, and like you're jumping off screen, and so you're like, <laughs> you just gotta trust that like you jumped long enough to get past the bees, but not too long yeah. that you're not gonna fall back onto the platform yes definitely and also whenever you're on one of these and there's a few of them in this world whenever you're on a platform you're just vulnerable because you don't have Mm -hmm. again going back to the agency thing like it's not as bad by far as the water but you are like confined Mm -hmm. to this little little bitty space and they like to can't switch what you cannot switch uh cannot switch players or that's what i've found oh really okay I don't maybe know yeah, maybe that's a one player thing, or I don't know, yeah. or it just wasn't. But yeah, I mean, most of the time I I played with Diddy, and then would resort to Donkey Kong if if I died with Diddy or. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I liked being able to jump. I don't know, move quicker and jump faster. And you're the little. Maybe brother. I should. Re- re- <laughs> yeah, maybe I should reevaluate that style because maybe I could have got along quicker. Hey, you beat it. That's uh, what matters. Yeah. Anyway, and I especially found that Diddy Kong was easier to get through those types of levels, especially like when you're needing to jump, you know, make high and far jumps and stuff like that. But yeah, but like there would be times where I would be Donkey Kong to start the level and then get a barrel to get Diddy and then I can't switch to Diddy, <laughs> can't switch to Diddy mm. um, because I'm on that platform or something. Oh, okay. Anyway. Gotcha. Interesting. So yeah, essentially in World 6, I think the Kremlings are throwing everything they can at you because there's another level where it's like really foggy and you're in like a mine area underground and there's those poison barrels the first snakes are coming out of the barrels and then the crocodiles are coming out of the barrels and then those army guys those little roly-polies are coming out of the barrels so everything is just coming at you at that point i do like the idea though that they know we're coming now yeah and like because it is like kind of like even on the platform levels, like they're mm-hmm. they're attacking you. It's not like you're going through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, they're coming after Donkey Kong to mm-hmm. prevent him from <laughs> reclaiming yeah, his yeah. banana heart. I love that. Yeah. I didn't think about that till just a second. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another one. It's called Loopy Lights. So the lights are you have to click the lights back on. So we have we see that component come in a couple times. 
So I think that's the last return for that one. And that one, those were hard for me. A definite yeah. kind of like, like what you were saying, Sean, you had to kind of trust and look far enough ahead to know where you needed to jump to. Um, but then the last one in this world is worth mentioning. Again, a component that only shows up in this level um, and we don't see at any other time. This one is platform perils. This is when we have like there's you're on those platforms again, but they have the painted arrows on them. So you go yeah. up and down in different directions based on those arrows. Um, so mm -hmm. you had to jump from one platform to another, change directions. Um, so you're obviously in the air. We definitely did this one a lot, too. This was the 10 yeah. out of 10 difficulty level yeah. to walk through. <laughs> and it's the last level in the game, yeah. I think, before you get to the boss, right? Yep. Yeah. There's yeah. one more little boss, and then you go to the big boss. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This one, it definitely, I mean, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It got very difficult when you, it wasn't clear where you were supposed to go. That happened to us. It happened to me at the end, to us totally. at the end, where it's like, okay, I'm on a platform. And it's like, you kind of, you kind of do a loop. You like end up going up and then left to go down and then yeah. to go right eventually. And like, it's not super clear mm -hmm. that that's the path you're supposed to take. And it gets a little bit unfair. And this is also one where they like to drop things on your head. Yeah, and I think this is also one where you could only be on the platform for so long and then it disappeared. Right, too. it falls. So you had yeah, to make right. a decision and you had to jump to the next platform or else you would lose it too. And also, this is also another one where Diddy, I think you, it wasn't super fair because they're like dropping these arm the armies, right? The yeah. armadillos. And you try to jump on the armadillos and you get knocked back. Well, you get right. knocked back off the platform and you die. There is one where exactly. you had to jump yep. from the platform to like a ramp and right at the very end. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I yeah. could not jump high enough over him cuz as Diddy, I had to just jump over him cuz I'm jumping from the platform onto this ramp. Yes. Right. And I right. just could not get past it. And it's not mm -hmm. like you have any weapon, any barrels to use and you don't have I room have to nothing. cartwheel, really. No. I guess you could. I guess you could if you did like your cartwheel jump thing. But I don't know. I don't know that. It's a lot easier as Donkey Kong just to jump on the guy. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. So. Totally. So yeah, and then at the very uh, very end of that one, there are the crushes on the plat the next platforms that you need to get to. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, that was that was tricky for me. Waiting to the last possible second so that throwing the barrel would get the crusher before needing to jump onto that platform. It was tricky. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So then this world ends with some type of that flamingo boss i don't know what he's Neki. it's like a necky but he was like pink he looks like a, he looked like a senior necky senior he was old he was old yeah yeah um so it ends with him uh i didn't mind him so much i like that he had his big beak so there's room to jump on him but i mean he was fine again mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of those bosses and then we are at nearly the end yeah so one of my favorite Things about this game is this boss fight yeah. where, like, the past boss fights were junk. This one's <laughs> more fun, for sure. The yeah, big boss, yeah. because at this point, so we've gotten out of the caverns, and now where are we, Yeah, we, sorry, we are on King K. Rule's ship, where he's storing our bananas. Like, over the game, his ship was getting closer and closer because he's getting ready to take all these bananas. Maybe. Oh, is that right? I didn't even notice. You know, here's, here's, here's the truth. That's totally read from the wiki. I did not pay attention, but apparently it's very cool. As you are out into the whole view of the island, like his ship comes closer into view and closer to the island. So he, um, okay. is that because we're getting closer to him? I believe it's because he 
like the Kremlings were sent earlier to round up all the bananas, and now King K. Rool's got his ship okay. to take him all away. To oh. take his booty. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Which makes me hate this guy even more, because he wasn't really even that involved this whole <laughs> time. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just good management. <laughs> that 1%. He's not even doing his work. <laughs> He's got all his underlings doing the job for him. So, yeah, so we're on the pirate ship. And actually, my favorite parts about this level aren't anything to do with the boss battle itself, but it's the aesthetic, it's the music, it's yeah. the animation. Yeah. All the things I liked about the game are, like, at its peak here, Yeah, where... Yeah. The music, again, you close your eyes and you picture that you're on a pirate ship. Now, is totally. this because I played this game as a child and that's forever entwined in my mind? I mean, it's possible, Maybe, right? Yeah, this was an informative... Yeah, this is the origin of that. <laughs> but I still feel like, I mean, the music's great. The The animation on the ship is really cool. Um, you can see the yeah. island in the background. And, you know, the battle's fine. It's basically a series of him charging at you, you avoiding him. He throws his crown because yep. the bananas are what's valuable here. Not the gold crown. <laughs> he throws his crown boomerang, and you jump on his head, I don't know, 12 times or something like that. Eventually, he starts yeah. raining cannonballs down on you. Yep. And that, to me, is like, I don't want to say it's cheap, but that timing is like so paper thin oh, yeah. to like avoid the cannonballs, right? Um, mm -hmm. But eventually, it's, I mean, it's not too tricky. And then you jump on his head for the final time, and you take your bananas back. Yep. And that's the game. I do love the, the, the little fake out. Uh, yeah right where it's like yeah there's basically like three parts to beating him the first part is the jumping over him as he runs past you and then there's the raining cannonballs and after you get through the raining cannonballs he like goes down and you cheer but the music doesn't change mm -hmm. but the, the, but the credits, sign, credits right? roll the credits start to roll right as everything's spelled with a k and then he gets back up i thought that was kind of fun that is correct yes thank you for thank you for adding that so that in essence, is Donkey Kong. You get, at the very end, a little snapshot of Cranky Kong lecturing his uh, grandsons or whatever relationship they are. <laughs> we get a parade of the baddies, which is yes. kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that they kind of had a curtain call. Yeah they, yeah, they get a curtain call for sure. And then we get the final credits, and that's the game. There it is. Yeah. So let's not belabor this too long. Let's get into our top three, Yeah. our, our now famous top threes. Mm -hmm. Famous to me and you. <laughs> my other podcasters not the listeners <laughs> um so we're gonna do top three baddies and take that as you will whether that be like your three favorite or your three least favorite we'll do top three levels and then finally the top three animal friends perfect so sean start us off with your top three baddies yeah top three eh, in no particular order really and i i kind of went off basically how much trouble i had with them maybe so I started with the clap traps, little mini crocodile ones. Because you can't Mainly cartwheel into them. <laughs> oh, can't cartwheel into them. I feel like I, I put them on the list because I always underestimated them. You know, like I, I think I'd be like, ah, I can jump on them just fine. But if you catch them at the front of them at the right time where they're like, when you, you're catching them in the teeth, they're going to get you. Right, um, right. So I feel like I underestimated them more times than I should have. Next bad guy that we actually didn't talk about at all, but always annoying to me, like probably the most annoying, I would say, was is the mini Necky. I knew the you were going to say that. Right. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I they, thought they were cute. Biggest pain. <laughs> they are kind of cute. Pain. They're kind of cute, but talk about cheap shots where it's like you barely get into the frame and then there's a little, you know, coconut flying at you that you got to react to. 
and then some of them move up and down. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, maybe only because of the sheer number of them, uh, I have Zinger maybe as my uh. top one. And just yeah, you can't touch them. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's sure. so many of them. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So, yeah, those, I respect that. Those list. are my top three. Top three baddies. Nice. All right. So I took the similar path that you did, Sean. The the best bad guys are the ones I had yeah. most difficulty with. So number three, and again, I played mostly as Diddy Kong, and I was not very skilled at my cartwheel game. I don't know why. I just didn't really practice it very much. So Army, those roly-poly armadillos, um, because yep. you had to yep. cartwheel into them, which I did not do very often, and they just come out fast. Yeah. They just came out of nowhere and just they track you down too. They'll turn back around and come after you. They do. They're aggressive for sure. Yeah, they're super aggressive. So I have them as number three. Number two, I have who I call Big Bertha. That is a clump. That's clump. the one that has like the yellow ish <laughs> like vest looking thing. It's got the hard like hat on. Yeah. Again, yeah, because I played as Diddy Kong and the clumps were not yeah. very easy to get past for me. And then yep. number one, I have Crusha, which is, you know, the hyped up clump. This is, yeah. he's, I think he's blue and he's got a mohawk. And then, yeah, he's the one that just laughs at you. <laughs> you try to jump into him, he just laughs and he says, ha 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 ha. Yeah. So <laughs> I said something earlier. I want to check it. Can you cartwheel into him? I don't think so. I don't know about the Crushas. The, the clumps, you definitely can. Right. The what? clumps, you can. Hmm. I gotta practice my cartwheel game. <laughs> but no, I don't think you could for the Crusha. Right. We'll fact check that. Okay, so for me, yes, number three, Crusha. Again, because of the laugh. Like the balls on that guy, you know? <laughs> just the, the smugness. Just the smugness. <laughs> He's just so smug. So all the reasons you've mentioned. My number two, something hasn't been talked about, the plain neckies. Yeah. Who really Yeah, because they're more helpful. They oh, seem sure, yeah. to primarily right be there for you to jump on to get to something else <laughs> they were very supportive yeah their support role and i appreciate that you know <laughs> yes and then yeah my number one baddie is is also the zinger sean yeah that's yeah. fair but it's like out of a respect thing like i don't like them <laughs> you know but i respect them sure like yeah. you know you just do your best to avoid them that's all you can do is like yeah you can kill them with a barrel like yeah but not often right. do you have that opportunity and most times it's like all right that's your path i'll leave you be yeah <laughs> i'll leave you be Ooh. <laughs> all right it's getting late <laughs> um, <laughs> so ash let's go to you for your top three levels all right it was hard for me to pick top three levels i could definitely pick ones that were not my favorite but it was hard to pick ones that i really really liked they were all good I, there was things i liked about all of them definitely things I didn't like about some of them. Um, so if I had to pick my top three levels, my third one was one of the first ones that we had in that industrial setting, you know, that factory, just because it was a unique background. We hadn't had anything like that yet. So I kind of liked the look of that background. I didn't always love mm -hmm. um, the levels where they had a strong foreground just because it was hard for me to look past it. So, like, when there was stuff hanging, like, there was some underground ones where there was, you know, stuff hanging from the tops of the caves, and it was hard for me to look past that, and that kind of got in the way of my gameplay a little bit. But I liked those just, again, because it was kind of a different background. Uh, my second one I have is Slip Slide Ride, the one that you talked about, Sean. Again, I'm I'm all about the aesthetic, so this was the one where <laughs> you're kind of in that snowy mine with that, those automatic ropes. I think this one was just 
pretty to look at, some interesting mechanics with the automatic ropes. I think that was one of the only times we had those automatic ropes. Yes. Yep. But again, kind of a unique background, so I liked that. And then my first one, I have, I think it's just the second level of the game in general. It's in World 1. I don't know what it's called, but I liked it. Again, it was easy because it was early on. But <laughs> I, what I thought was cool about it was the weather changed as you progressed in the game. So it started sunny, and then it started to rain, then you had a thunderstorm. And then as you got to the end, the sun cleared up, and oh, it's a bright, sunshiny day as you exit the game. So that was an interesting component. I don't think... There are many other levels that kind of used weather. I mean, there's that snowy one where the blizzard mm -hmm. came and got strong. But again, I thought that was kind of an interesting component to the platformer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So for me, my third favorite level is the stop and go station, which we actually didn't talk about in detail. But it's one where you have these... I think they're called rock crocs. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, the, the zom like zombies, basically. Yeah, they're like that's what they reminded me of. Yes, yeah. and you have to click the barrels to get them to stop moving because you like these guys are indestructible, right? Yeah, yeah. They're freaky. And what I liked about that level, and maybe it's more emblem emblematic of the or more representative of other levels like this as well, but it forced you to move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you couldn't. I mean, you could sit there and just keep clicking the one thing, but it forced a rhythm and it forced a flow to the level, mm -hmm. which I, I enjoy those levels a lot. So many of these levels, you have to be patient. You have to sit there and wait for the barrel to line up just right. So you hit the button. This was kind of the opposite of that, where it just yeah. you just have to fly through it. Mm -hmm. uh, my second favorite is Treetop Town, which is the second level in World 3, which, mm -hmm. again, we talked about. I think it's primarily just because it reminds me of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a sucker for tree, like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for tree houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Who that's is really, it? That's really all. That's really the only reason I like that one. Mm -hmm. um, and then my top favorite level, again, is more representative of the type of level as a whole. But Minecart Madness, that's the one in level in World 5 which is just fun. I, and maybe it's the same reason I like the stop and go ones too, is that it is a fluid, reactive gameplay mm -hmm. where, mm -hmm. you know, that, th that cart's moving whether you like it or not, and you just better react to what's coming at you. And yeah. I enjoy that quite a lot. So Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are my top three levels. Awesome. I picked my top three, and now looking at them, maybe it's just because it coincides with the worlds that I was thinking about to, to, to talk about. But um, I have my third favorite, and this is probably just purely from a nostalgic standpoint. I, I, I got Minecart Carnage. Yeah, like my favorites, in hindsight, seemed to be some of the ones that I had struggled with the most. Yeah, the one um, that gave you the I, most empathy for your big brother. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and then number two, I, I said Snow Barrel Blast, the first level in the Gorilla Glacier that we've already talked about a whole bunch, but it's, I think it's just because I think that's got to be the level that I spent the most time in. It was your Everest. Um, to try to, yeah, the setting helped, too. There you go. And then number one, just because it was always there for me <laughs> uh, when I needed it, it was my go-to, get some lives, Stack back up, um, Winky's walkway, <laughs> the first first level of uh, world number two. I respect and, it. Uh, yeah, that's it's also the level that I yeah I probably played the most. Yeah, it's just always there for you when you need it. Oh, trusty. Something tells me I'm gonna know 
what your top three friends is. Might know one of them, yeah. Um, so I'll do my top three friends. My third, let's say my third favorite friend, animal friend. It's Winky. And the yep. re- I'll tell you why. I have no feelings about Winky. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I am neutral on Winky. Squawks was fine. He caused more I mean, harm than good. I mean, he helped. That's fair. He gave yeah. me light, but it was a little bit disorienting. I didn't love that. The yeah. ostrich, I didn't even bother to know this dude's name <laughs> because he was so pointless to me. Like, all right, he flies maybe, but he can't yeah. jump on anything. Like, he's, I'm delicate. I guess yeah. I'm, he's delicate. And, you know, the best part about the ostrich is when you collect three of the ostrich tokens and then you get to do his level to get more lives. <laughs> Other than that, I don't even know his name. I didn't bother to learn it. Sure, sure. So my number three is Winky because he's better than the other two. By default, yeah. <laughs> my number two is Rambi because Rambi is a powerhouse. I played his donkey mm-hmm. and maybe Rambi was just more my speed. Sure. You yeah. know? And so Kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was a brute and he helped you get through the levels and yeah. you know, I like Rambi for that. Yep. Yep. Um, and he made a cool sound when he ran into the bad guys. He did. He did make a cool sound. Yes. <laughs> My favorite friend is On Guard. Okay. And again, yeah. I, we talked about the reason why is that, you know, when you're in the water, and I'm, I'm just going to harp on this point, when you're in the water, you're defenseless. <laughs> and On Guard yeah. gives you a mode of attack against these freaking bite sized little piranha fishes that, yeah. you know, and just kick come out of the wor- woodwork. <laughs> and you can also fly as him, which is fun. You went, yeah, you went fast. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So those, those are my top three. Nice. Friends. Nice. So I, not being greatly skilled at this game and and just making it through and didn't necessarily find animal friends through, you know, many of the levels. There are those few levels where it's like, here you go. They give it to you Mm -hmm. kind of, but, but otherwise they're, they're in a a secret spot. So I didn't use them a whole lot. So mine maybe makes a little bit more sense with that. So number three, I've got his name is Espresso the Ostrich. Whatever. Because that was my go-to to get three ostrich medallions and then go stock up on lives. Yeah, sure. Because and and that was like the easiest to get the most lives. I feel like. Yes, it was. We did that the most, I think, too. Yeah, and then coming in at number two on guard, like you, what you've already said, Brandon, and then number one for me was is Winky. A couple. I mean, wow. He, he was there to help me get those ostrich medallions easily in winky's walkway but also like he could kill bees mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. so on and and you know being able to jump very high and far also also useful so yeah fair, fair enough i like it i like the i have respect for that list yeah for sure except for espresso <laughs> but yeah well, you're not gonna like my list <laughs> uh, i agree i also had winky he i had him at my number three yeah, again, it was super helpful that he could jump on the bees. And again, yeah, jumped high so he could jump over the bad guys for me. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I also had Espresso the Ostrich as my number two. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Again, yeah, <laughs> probably didn't find him as often as I could have. But when you did get those three ostriches and you were able to fly around and collect all those bonus coins, I forget what they exactly mm-hmm. were. Yep. But that was really cool, and yeah, you're able to just fly over the bad guys, so that was cool. And then my number one, I had Rambo the Rhino. Rambi. Yeah, Rambi the Rhino. Sorry, autocorrect. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got, especially playing as Diddy Kong, there weren't a lot of times where you could just 
ram through those bad guys because you had to be so timid otherwise and you had to rely <laughs> on Donkey Kong to take care of them for you. But if you were on Rambi, oh, watch out. You could just take care of them. There you go. So nice. That's my list. All right. I like it all. I like all the lists. And I like all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, okay. Thanks, guys. Well, there it is. We hope you enjoyed your time, and thanks for listening through to the end. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you're feeling generous, leave us a review. Also, check us out on Twitter at UncredibleGamer. No S. Thanks again. Thanks again.